I say split his cock. <laughs> Give him a vagina. <laughs> He's a witch. Split his cock, I say. <laughs> Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. <laughs> Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke, with my beautiful heterosexual bearded partner, Josh, here. He's just operating those controls. Like, just I, I don't even know what to say anymore about it. You're just you're such a pro. You're such an expert. You're so beautiful. Will you marry me? You get me. Yeah, you totally get me. You get me, buddy. What's going on, America? How you doing today? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, a lot of news to cover. Steven Crowder. We got some breaking news from Steven. Um, some things going on apparently with him and the Blaze. From what I'm being told, what I'm reading is that he's no longer with the Blaze. He's I, I don't know what's happening. So he's got a video he, he just posted to YouTube um, about 26 minutes ago. I have not watched it. If anybody in the chat wants to give me a synopsis, I'd greatly appreciate that. I, I do want to watch a little bit. But apparently, from what I have seen on his Instagram page, was that he's calling out the big con. Uh, conservatives in bed with big tech. Now, as soon as I, I pulled this up and I started hearing what he was saying, before he even finished what he was saying, I was telling Josh, like, I, he's going to say what I know it's true. Yeah. He's like, you have these big tech companies, I'm guessing Daily Wire, I'm guessing, I'm guessing Blaze Media, that are in bed with big tech. It's a quid pro quo, and they let them... Because, I mean, dude, every conservative that I know um, that actually speaks the truth, they usually are getting banned. And it's not like they go overboard like myself. I will, I will concede that I do go overboard. I mean, I, I, my God, especially on Twitter, it's ridiculous. But the thing is, when these accounts are saying, in some situations, verbatim what I'm saying getting banned for, there's something going on. Now, some people could say that's the nature of the beast. You got to pay to play the game. It's getting the word out there. And I can understand that viewpoint. But I feel like it's just it's much more intricate than this. And uh, Crowder, apparently, he, he's, he's talking about a contract. And in that contract, basically, it talks about getting penalized if he gets a strike on his account, whatever. And I'm guessing he's talking about Blaze Media. Mm -hmm. that, that, you know, I, let's just go ahead and um, um, I, I'm, I'm guessing it's what he's referring to. So let's, let's look at the video real quick. And hopefully you guys, you guys can hear it. Oh, shit, I can't even hear it. Well, never mind. That's not going to work. <laughs> I thought we had it to where we could do that. Hold on. Let me see if I can change that. Well, I, I won't be able to hear it in my headset, will I? Um, actually, what we could do... Is it on Rumble? Uh, it's on his YouTube page. I'll shoot you the link to it if you want to pull it up 
on your phone. I'll email it to you real quick. But, uh, yeah, Crowder goes into it and basically is saying, don't, um, don't sign these contracts. And basically he goes over the idea or basically what they're saying is like, if you get a strike or whatever, he said, basically you can lose up to a hundred thousand dollars per day. I'm just like, what the hell are you making? Like, you're making hundred grand, but that's damn, a lot of quiche. That's a lot of that's a lot of clams, buddy. But uh, good for you. I mean, I'm, here's the thing: I'm not going to knock the dude. He's definitely earned no. it. The guy yeah, puts himself I mean. out there. He has some really good arguments. Um, it, uh, here's the thing: my followers that are listening, go troll or go go spam him. I want to get on his show or have him on mine, either or. I want to talk to this dude. Crowder's local, too. He's, he's literally 10 minutes away from here, but I cannot, I've never really attempted to reach out to him. I don't know how to do that. And then how does one introduce oneself as far as saying, like, hey, I'm a fellow podcaster, show host, whatever. Uh, I would love to, because I don't see him doing a lot of interviews. I don't think he does. Uh, and he doesn't really have a lot of people on his show. And apparently there was a massive split. I don't watch Crowder's content. It's nothing against the guy. It's nothing against any conservative. I just, I don't, we don't, I don't consume a lot of content. I know you listen to Bongino. Mm -hmm. There are certain instances like when there's a very controversial topic that I, I feel requires a lot of in-depth thinking. I will go over and tune into some of these other people and say like, what do they have to say on this? Because it's good, and it's not that, like, I'll first of all I'll go to his Ben Shapiro, and it's not one of those things of, like, I blindly agree with him. I want to get his take, and then I want to get other people's takes that are unpopular, you know, unpopular opinions within the conservative movement. AP for Liberty, Austin Peterson is another one. I love getting his hot takes on things. Yeah. And I don't find myself agreeing 100% or entirely with any of these people, but it certainly helps me formulate my own, I would feel, more well-rounded opinion. That's only on topics that I am not really certain on where I stand. Now, when it comes to basic topics, then yes, absolutely. I don't need to go watch Ben Shapiro for my opinion on the Second Amendment. I, I just don't need to do that, mm -hmm. or the First Amendment for that matter. Um, but yeah, from what Crowder is saying, there's some there's some snaky stuff going on with the Blaze Media. And here's the thing. I, I haven't even watched the video. I'll probably watch it after the show. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's, if it's probably directed at Glenn Beck, I don't trust Glenn Beck. I think Glenn Beck is a potential snake in the grass. Yeah. I mean, after he fired Tommy Loran, and now look, I'm no fan of Tommy. Me, me and her fell out years ago. But even what he did to her is like, that's some bullshit. You fired her because she's pro-abortion, basically in the sense of she doesn't want government being involved. It's like, I don't agree with that necessarily. It's like, but at the same token, you're going to fire her because she doesn't exist inside your echo chamber. That's the most stupid thing I've ever heard. Yeah. But Glenn Beck clearly fucked that up because she then immediately went to Fox, got paid big money, and now she doesn't even need him anymore. But Glenn Beck, I feel, is just one of those guys that when I was there and Tommy had her uh, on me, had me on her show a few times, I was instructed by the producers, if you see Glenn Beck walking by, do not approach him. He does not like people approaching him here. He wants to be left alone. Don't talk to him. Don't even look at him. And I'm sitting here thinking, is like, I could walk up and slug this dude in the face. He's a fucking man. Who gives a fuck who he is? Granted, this dude has grifted a lot of motherfuckers because, yeah. you know, again, he was an anti-Trump. He was a never Trump. And then suddenly the media, catch, or he starts catching one within the GOP and Glenn Beck realizes if I still want to remain on the in crowd, I better kiss this dude's ass. And then you see where Glenn Beck definitely had a yeah. change of heart. Now he's like, because the media and the way they treat Trump, I'm now team Trump. It's like, he's, he's a little bit of a bitch. You're, you're a populist is what you are. No, he is. He's a, yeah. he's a, yeah. He's a punk ass bitch. He's, that's, <laughs> that's the best way to put it. What's your reasons for hating him? He did that. You know, he's supposed to be a news outlet, and he comes out and yeah. when Trump was running, and yeah. he you know spews his bullshit. Yeah, I remember we talked about you know, some he's first being a kid in the brown shirts. You know, so, yeah, 
You know, I can't, when you I can't start tearing American else. citizens down because of the people that they support, yeah, and that's your audience, yeah. By and large, I knew people that worked there. Oh, really? Him. Yeah. Oh, that, I didn't know uh, that. that they got. What did they say? That they just they got fired because they couldn't afford to keep people on because they were losing viewership. I mean, it's yeah. just uh, just such a stupid thing on his part, and then for him to grovel and put on a MAGA hat mm-hmm. because. He's a stupid idiot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it says a lot about him. I feel like personally, when you Beck, start to insult Shapiro, people. Cruz, and the rest of them were so diehard not Trump fans. <sighs> See, that's the whole thing for me is these politicians did such a shitty job mm-hmm. up until 2016 that everybody voted for somebody who has never been a politician yeah. and called everybody, all these politicians out on their bullshit. You know, I, I do. I like what you're saying there. And that's what made Trump so famous was that Trump was the one that would go after the left and say yeah. what the common American wanted to say. It wasn't but just now, the left, but it was the right. Oh too. yeah. I'm sorry that yeah, the right too, absolutely calling out the neocons and stuff. But now we've progressed what six years now since the first Trump, the 2016 election of Trump. Um, uh, well, no, it's been, Yeah. Because we had four years of Trump, two years of Biden. Are we, like are we, we're years, coming up on seven. We're coming up on third year of Biden, aren't we? Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Anyway, point being was that um, I can't believe it's already been three years. I'm not going to lie. Thank God. Like, I, I just want to get through this. But um, just all the people that just kind of changed position over time because of the popular uh the, the following that Trump generated. But what I'm wondering now is that we're, past, we're we're six or seven years beyond the 2016 election. And it almost seems to me, I'm starting to catch the ever so subtle um, hints on social media of Republicans being over the drama, over the rhetoric, over the divisiveness. And I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I'm saying this is just what I am seeing. Now, this could come with the idea of they want to attack Trump to put DeSantis in there or whatever the case may be. But there is a trend mm-hmm. of people saying Trump had his day because we're tired of the back and forth, the media. But my response to that is, though, it's like, but Trump is saying what the average American wants to say. And he's calling out fake news, which we mm-hmm. clearly see is very fake news. Yeah. Trump fires back and people love him for it. But now people, again, are coming to the point, it's like, we're tired of it. We just want a president that acts like a president. But at the same token, when you concede that ground, you give liberals what they want. But what is that? What is a president that looks like a president? Someone that lies to your face and then runs the deficit up to $31 trillion? Is that what Dude, economists are now saying that we are going to have to take out loans to pay back the loans we already took out to pay off the interest. Like, we are, it is, this thing is going to explode. Oh, they fucked us hard on this. It's bad. And and here's the thing, folks. The green energy, the trans, all the stuff where they use, they interject in their narrative, like, we're doing this for our children's children. Don't you think economic debt on the international stage is a massive issue? Mm -hmm. And it just goes to show you how the same people that don't really understand finances 101 are going to be completely fine with, hey, let's take more money out. Let's throw more money to Ukraine. You, you know how much money we owe China? Yeah. Being in debt to China is not a good thing. Being in debt in general is not a good thing. Now, here's the other deal. It's, like it's going to come to a point where you accrue so much debt that your loan, your loan officer, if you want to just, wherever you want to phrase this, starts to realize, like, we're never getting our money back. We're actually losing money. So what are they going to do? Well, for example, China, they could flip the switch and we're fucked. Import exports, we're fucked. 
if China starts to realize, I mean, I think it's a matter of like, they're probably giving us a line saying, if America passes this line in interest, then it's over. They're too far in debt. They're never coming back from this. We're essentially, we're enslaved to China. Why do you think the federal government lets them buy fucking American land? Which, by the way, Greg Abbott is pushing for the bill here in Texas, making that completely illegal. No foreign countries can buy land in Texas. And it's like, I, I feel like that should be a federal law. I mean, why would you want to allow another foreign nation to own land yeah. in your country? That makes no sense to me. None. Uh, now, I can understand not unless it. you're setting up shell Chinese corporations and funneling money into them. Bro, I'm glad you said that. I talked to a buddy of mine. Uh, he's an officer. And he told me about this thing that... Um, oh, and happy birthday, uh, Mandingo. Oh, Mandingo's birthday. Happy birthday to you. The audience there. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. Uh, oh, if, uh, if you haven't done so already, hit that like button. We really appreciate that. That helps us boost the show numbers. And thanks for all the new subscribers on Locals. Um, really sincerely appreciate that. You guys supporting us. That's why we don't have to sign any contracts. Now, naturally, we're not nearly as big as the rest of these other conservative influencer uh, political commentators. But at the same token, we're free to say whatever the fuck we want. Like, cunt. There it is. There it is. There it is. Happy um, birthday. Yeah, happy birthday to you, brother. Uh, what was I saying? Your uh, cop buddy? My cop buddy said that um, one thing they're running into is crypto being used to clean money. And the reason that uh, I feel the government is going to eventually step in and regulate crypto is because right now they can't even write a warrant. Say, for example, if you're using crypto as a money laundering operation, they can't do anything. They have no jury. They can't do anything. It's like it's you literally can put it in crypto and hit send, and we got nothing after that. What are we going to warrant you for? And it's like, damn. And a part of me is like, I love that. Like, I absolutely love that. Instead of, like, having to Venmo people paying crypto. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, I, isn't that the whole reason why they invented crypto mm -hmm. is so that the federal government can't track what you're mm -hmm. doing? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's... Nor should they be able to. They shouldn't be able what to. What about people using it to buy weapons? So be it. Let the government figure out different ways. Don't infringe on my rights because of criminals. I mean, it's the same argument to be made for those that, like, use guns to commit murder. Should I be punished because I have a gun and I didn't commit murder? Of course not. It's a stupid argument to make. Well, folks, before we get into the show today... Um, don't forget, any order over $50 gets you entered into the free iPhone 14 giveaway that we're doing at the end of this month. Yes, it's real. I'm not lying. Have you made a $50 purchase or more? Here's a combo deal. Go out there and check out the new uh, CBD tattoo bomb that we have. It makes those colors pop. It's great for the skin. CBD does wonders on the skin for eczema, skin conditions. Go do your own research. See if I'm lying. I'm not. I don't lie. There's no reason to. The product's amazing. The new tattoo bombs are $19.99 a pop. So buy two and then get some sample packs of whatever it is that you'd like to try on the site, mm -hmm. and you're automatically entered to win. That's all there is. There's no special code needed. We can track it through the back end of our website. So we'll announce the winner at the end of this month. So if you've not done so, get on this. Don't miss this opportunity. It's a great way to support a company that is pro-Constitution, pro-America, and uh, doesn't fuck kids. So, so Yeah. That's um, some solid points there. Some solid points to support us. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm going to definitely look. I'm going to want to listen into Crowder on this one and see what he has to say. I would love to get that guy on the show or go on his uh, his podcast because I feel like we'd have some really good discussions. Um, but he's local, man. He's like, I know he's close by. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, fuck, how do I get in touch with this guy? Ah, I, I just, I just want to touch his pee-pee. You -pee. want to touch him. Just want to touch him. Oh, my gosh. All right, so let's get into it. The Biden classified documents. This is continuing to um, just really escalate. And I feel like uh, 
If you're not going to Breitbart or Fox News or some of these. See, you said before CNN's not even publishing anything about it, right? Nothing. Go to the MSN. There's nothing on there. There's these, we're living in two separate countries. That's why nobody respects CNN. Yeah, that, like what their lead story is why countries hate America. Oh, Christ. <laughs> because they of they idiots did like you. Like yeah. idiots like CNN. You see, Stelter was at the World Economic Forum. Oh, my God. I posted a video of some, some woman. She sounds much like this. Like, they have the, the criminal laws that you will have in America soon because, you know, illegal hate speech. Now get into the shower. It's like, fuck. Why is it always a German? Why is it always a fucking kraut that, like, like Klaus Schwab? This dude's the, he is like the, he's like the bad guy in any classic Indiana Jones movie before it went stupid. Like this guy, I could see in like a black trench coat with the swastika, just like, you will, you will not pollute in the, you will try in the bike from the electric moped, yeah? <laughs> you lose again in the pop, 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 pop. But like Klaus Schwab, even with the spectacles. And then he, like, I just see this guy probably has, like, an Epstein Island somewhere. You can, you just know it. You just know it. With the egghead and the German accent really doesn't do him any favors. I mean, it really doesn't. He could be in, like, a 1980s uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger bad guy uh, action movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's who this guy is. And you just, you listen to this guy talk. Anyway, the World Economic Forum, apparently George Soros and Klaus Schwab couldn't make it. Our thoughts and prayers are in, in, in hopes of they don't recover. And then you have these other people like Brian Stelter, that fat little potato head. He's sitting there next to this cunt who's talking about <laughs> this idea of banning hate speech. It's like, oh, it's coming to America. No, it's not. And any cop that tries to enforce that, you will be dealt with. You will be dealt with. If you really feel like in America... And the reason I say cops is you're going to be the ones that are going to have to be used to enforce this if it ever, if they even contemplate. I don't think this will ever even hit the Senate floor. I mean, actually, you know what? I take that back. Sheila Jackson out of Texas, the anti-white supremacy bill, that's just a violation of the First Amendment. So they are going to try it. And it's a sneaky way of doing it. They're smart about this. All these black supremacists, mm -hmm. they're good. They're good. Let's let's sneak in this bill, this rhetoric that we can get white liberals to support saying you can't criticize minorities. OK, fair enough. Can you criticize white people? Oh, you can. Oh, well, isn't that, in fact, racist? So, again, you see these black supremacists like the Joy Reeds and the guilty self-hating white liberals like the Joy Behars, uh, you know, and Chelsea uh, Handler, who's in the news today. And you're going to love this. You are going to love this. But when you see this, this, um, this idea that is uh, mirrored and each parroted by each one of these figureheads, you start to have to come to the conclusion of maybe it's just that you're fucking retarded. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. But they're all in unison of we need to outlaw hate speech. And you sit here and say, do you hear yourself? You're like, you're in favor of this because it favors your political movement. But you're not thinking about this long term because just like with Antifa, the monster that you created will turn on you and it will bite you. We've seen this. The SJW left is off the rails with the transgender uh, movements and such. The left spawned this monster. You fed it, and now it's grown up. And I posted an image 
on my Instagram story, it's a Pac-Man logo. And the Pac-Man itself, with his mouth open, is the trans flag. And then you got the other little dots that are color of the rainbow flag for the LGBT. And the trans flag, the trans Pac-Man is eating them all up. Transgenderism has taken over the LGBT. And I said it yesterday, I made a post about it on Instagram, and I'm going to double down on this. You conservative women, be you conservative in your political nature or economically or theologically, you participating in drag shows you ushered this in. You helped normalize this because I'll be honest with you. You should be fucking ashamed of yourself because no one wants to say what I'm about to say. A man wanting to dress as a woman is not normal. It is not normal. Now, to the conservatives that will argue that because you're tolerant and that's where America went wrong. We became way too tolerant that we now applaud insanity. If you can sit there and tell me that a man saying he identifies as a woman and wants to surgically alter himself is rooted in insanity and it is a mental disorder, explain to me the difference of a man wanting to be a woman only in dress and drag or whatever the case may be. How is it different? The only difference is one has the balls to chop them off. The other one doesn't. Then you go back to being man. And these women say, well, I know drag queens that are married and have kids. That's really the, the, the home you want to raise your child in. And here's the beauty of this. I don't need data and studies from the scientists like these leftist streamers on Twitch will say, well, cite your store, cite your source. The source is look at the social condition of our society. Where did the drag friendly kid shows or kid friendly drag shows, where do those spawn from? This was not heterosexuality that ushered this in. This was homosexuality. This was moral degeneracy. That's where this came from. Now, of course, the left will counter that. Well, John, there's a lot of straight pedophiles. You're right. But no one, no one is trying to mainstream normalize that. And I haven't seen any heterosexual trying to say love is love. That is not a common theme in any heterosexual based movement. Not that I have seen. And I watch. There is, there is the argument you can sit there and say, what, what studies do you have? I don't need the studies. I just look at society. Society reflects our moral condition, and we are in, we are circling the drain. We are circling the drain, folks. So all these conservative women and these conservative men that want to go to these drag shows and say, oh, it's just good, clean, fun. You are basically endorsing, giving your endorsement through your appearance, through your financial support of these men parading around as women, which, by the way, it's not even accurate. It's clearly over the top. They're parading around in these massive bouffant hairdos. Their makeup is hideous. I mean, my God, if you're going to act like a woman, at least look the fucking part. You look like, you know, Mimi from the Drew Carey show. It's fucking ridiculous. And none of these men, none of these men act remotely normal. They're insanely flamboyant. They're insanely effeminate with their rhetoric or with their how they enunciate things, but overly so that it doesn't even replicate or show any kind of likeness to an actual woman. Oh, my God. That's just so crazy. I don't see women acting like that. Only stupid valley girl ones, which is interesting why homosexual men want to undertake that type of linguistic profile. Why is it always the valley girl sound? Like, oh my God, did you say that? Seriously? Very effeminate. And yet you go there because you feel safe because straight guys aren't there to pick you up. You're amongst friends. Fuck out of here with that. Oh, you're going to hate me after this one, but I really don't care. I get that we should progress in certain areas, but to sit there and, and look down our nose and say, there's nothing wrong with a man dressing as a woman because he feels so. Maybe in your opinion, there's not. 
And for a time, you know, we had this for a very long time, but never has it been attempted to be normalized and mainstream the way it is now. And that's why I honestly and earnestly feel homosexuality should be legal, but it should be shunned in society. It should be kept behind closed doors and you just don't talk about it. In fact, if we apply that to every aspect of our sexual lives, I think our society would be a lot better off. We can have the idea of, I'm not going to judge you. What you do behind closed doors is completely up to you, but don't sit there and put it out for the entire world to see. And women, I'm sorry, if you're an OnlyFans digital whore, you don't get to sit there and talk about how independent you are. You literally show your tits and snatch for what, 10 bucks a month? Good for you. But don't sit there and call yourself a CEO because you're not. You built nothing. You just spread your legs like the did a little digital prostitute you are, and that's what you did to make your money. Hey, secure the bag. But then women take this as a sign of independence and that we're strong, we're powerful. No, you're using your body, not your mind. Men can't do that, or at least most men don't, although I will say homosexual men do, and there's a lot of straight dudes that you're just you're walking a fine line. You might as well just be gay. They do the same thing on OnlyFans. And then a lot of you men and women turn around and you wonder why you can't land a man of substance or quality or a high value man, because no high value man. Matter of fact, let me just stop right there. I heard a great statement yesterday and it really made me think more in depth about shell shock. And I said, do you know why Lamborghini doesn't run advertisements on TV? Uh, because the people that buy them don't watch TV. There it is, because millionaires don't fucking watch TV. Yeah. And there it is. Do you know why women don't land, women that parade around in nudity and stuff like that do not land high quality men? Because you don't value yourself and you're a whore. (laughs) I'm sorry, but the whole Julia Roberts uh, pretty woman, that shit isn't real. That shit ain't real. But the reason I say this, and this comes off like an attack, but folks, maybe the traditionalist viewpoints that we have had and we were taught actually needed to progress in certain areas. I agree with that, but there was a lot of good things that came from that. And the reason I know this is that we have basically abandoned that in this society. And now what are we left with? Women are empowered by showing off their butthole for five bucks. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't see how that is empowering. I don't see how that's you actually working for anything. Now, again, I am not against capitalism. I mean, being a whore is the oldest friggin' profession in the, in the world, I think. I think it should be legalized. I 100% think it should be legalized. But I also feel like there can be the, the push for the legalization of individual liberty and the right to do what you want, and then the societal viewpoints that help regulate it. Now, here's the deal. The reason I feel prostitution should be legal is the same reason why I feel drugs should be legal. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's going. It's happening already. It's already there. But instead of somebody getting raped, and if a woman is willing to sell her body, it's her body, her choice. I don't understand how anybody has an issue with that. But again, I'm not condoning this. I'm I'm, I'm not going to go freaking be with a prostitute. I have, well, I'm good looking. I don't need women to, to, to pay for sex. So there's that. Um, <laughs> that's why they call it marriage. No, I'm playing. I'm kidding. I'm, I was only kidding. I was only kidding. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and these dudes, like, I feel bad for a lot of these women that they're out there in the dating world, and it's not easy. It is really not easy, and I love how we went off track again on the conversation, but whatever. It's, dude, the, the, um, the most common thing that I have seen from men from our generation or younger generations is they lack any actual direction, any purpose, and the biggest thing is a lack of ambition. Suddenly, Settling for mediocrity is perfectly acceptable. It's, it's, well, you don't have to go work really hard. I mean, what are you really going to get? It's like, well, 
I mean, I, I grew up being taught that you, if you're going to do it, you do it right and you give it 110%, otherwise you don't fucking do it at all. And that's where I see this lazy aspect being embraced. And it's just kind of like, I'll, I'll put it this way. I believe in having a dream. But when I see somebody say, I quit my job to become a full-time Twitch streamer. It's just like, do you have the audience? Have you, are you already making the supplemental income that matches what you, well, no, I just, I have faith in it. It's like, okay. I mean, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, I think that's a stupid move to make. All you should right. continue doing both until one offsets it, or continue doing both so you can make double the money. But it's like people don't think anymore. Ah, I don't know. I'm going on a tangent here, but I'm, I'm sorry. I just, and you know, I have come to the realization that watching porn is detrimental to a man. I will, I will concede this. I've been a porn consumer since fuck we had AOL and you're downloaded images at like 30 minutes. So it got so easy. And the one thing I've noticed is that men will focus on the porn because it's something new, it's something different. And I feel like, and I, I saw this on Cernovich's page, and I don't agree with a lot of what that dude says. And he comes off like a douchebag a lot of the time, but so do I, so I yeah. can forgive that. But Who doesn't? <laughs> you, because you're perfect just the way you are, Josh. Oh. Go on. But it's like the consumption of pornography is a way for a man to channel those instincts, the need to mate, the need to release, and instead you're doing it yourself, giving away that energy to something that's immaterial versus giving it to the person that you love. Mm -hmm. And I've under, I understand that more and more as I get older. And it's like, I feel like when I pull back off the porn, I can, I think more clearly, but there are the, there are the, um, the lustful thoughts, there's the pull, there's the temptation that will always be there. And it makes it even more difficult on people that want to do the right thing because the temptation is there. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying that it should be illegal. And it's like, no, it's just if you don't want to do it, then don't consume it. So I am seeing like pulling off of porn. It's something that I'm working on. And it has definitely helped with clarity. It's helped with uh, more fun in the bedroom. It's helped focusing more energy into a relationship. And I remember in previous marriages, like we'd watch porn together. And it's like, I, I don't know if I'd want to do that again. Yeah. Because I feel like that's a very slippery slope that you'd start watching it without her or vice versa, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think you start to want to make those things and I a am reality. Not, yes, and I'm not. And I've done the threesomes thing. And it's I'm telling you that it, it is dangerous. It is very dangerous. It is a very slippery slope again because bullshit can happen with that. But I am not sitting here trying to bang my drum and saying, this is how you should life. I'm saying, or live your life. This is what I've been doing. And there, I, you know, I slip up. I'm not going to lie. I, sometimes I'll watch porn. I'll get one off real quick. I probably shouldn't be doing that. Um, but at the same token, like, I don't hide this either. I, I don't hide this. But I do feel like getting older, I'm looking at traditional ways. And it's like, no, these ways existed for a reason. Mm -hmm. But I feel maybe the delivery was kind of wrong in a sense of, like, I, I was talking to a friend about God. Um, and I was just like, I was always brought up that God is fire and brimstone. There's angry God, angry God, and never really talked about too much on love, forgiveness, that side of God. And so the older I get, the more I'm starting to understand just how organized religion is so flawed, so flawed. Man puts his interpretation on everything, and we just screw it up, and we paint God, I feel, to be something that is really not fully as much as we want him to be as far as, like, wrathful, vengeful angry, which I mean, he, he is a jealous God, mm -hmm. but even still the idea of trying to embrace more traditionalistic ideas, even void of religion, if that offends you, if you want to be a secularist, do what you want, but there is something to morality and traditional values. Like I really feel there are, and one just has, but to look at society and there's your proof. Yeah. There is your proof. I don't need studies anymore. 
you know, I can sit there and have arguments on, by the way, Drunken Debates is back this Friday. I didn't make it last Friday because I had my eye surgery. I will be there this Friday. Drunken Debates is happening. We've already got the panel of security, so it's going to be a good one. Um, but my, my, um, my friends on the left on these Twitch debates, they're like, cite your source, cite your source. I don't need to cite a source when we are living in a recession. Well, who says it's a recession? Look at the price of eggs. Look at the price of fuel. Look at the price of fruit. Look at the price of meat. I don't need your studies that are coming from these slacktivist scientists to push a certain study to support a political narrative when I can see with my own two blue, perfectly 2020 eyes now, thank you, God. And I can look at these price points and I can see I don't need your scientists in a lab coat with some weird name telling me what I am personally witnessing in the supermarket. We've become so bent on, well, cite your source, cite your brother. I don't need a source. My source is right there in the supermarket. One has but to go to H-E-B, Walmart or any place out there and you will see what scientists on the left are saying doesn't exist. And now people are dropping dead from potential yeah. weird things. And suddenly it's akin to, well, it's because we're ha we have gas stoves. I think you just at this point have to use common sense because if you go back to uh, these doctors mm -hmm. performing uh, transgender surgery, like mm -hmm. taking a penis and turning it into a vagina. It's all about the money. What doctor in his right mind would do that, knowing that they're yeah. going to have serious issues? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, you got to start use, just using common sense on some of this stuff, I, I think. I feel I bad mean, for these kids, man, because these parents are some of just the most disturbed I mean, because it's the people. same people, the, the same doctors who are, you know, performing late-term yeah. abortions. Mm -hmm. They have no is conscience. That, is that the doctor that you want to go to? It's like a violation so. of Hippocratic Oath right there. Yeah, it really is. That it's, is crazy. Speaking of that, um, where is the, uh, yeah, listen to this article. Um Josh showed me before the show genital mutilation over half of male to female transition patients suffer extreme pain over half of men who surgically transition experience so much pain that they need medical attention. According to a new study, vaginoplasty, a surgery that typically involves inverting the penis and clearing a void between the urethra and rectum to create a fake vagina often results in significant medical complications. You don't say, I know it's like, You'd have you have to have somebody tell you that's going to create complications, cutting your penis off and turning it. It's not like getting a boob job. Uh, I mean, it's no different than people wanting to amputate limbs because they want to be trans able or trans disabled. Yeah, and again, who are the doctors that are performing this shit? Money hungry pieces of shit. The same ones that just want to drive a Lamborghini. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. You don't watch TV. <laughs> I cut legs off. I cut legs I get my and Lamborghini. Dicks off. <laughs> 55% of men who pursue the surgery report being in so much pain that they need medical attention even a year post-operation, according to a study from the Women's College Hospital in Ontario, Canada. The study tracked 80 patients and checked in with them three months and five years after the operation. Pain is not the only byproduct of genital mutilation. In fact, nearly 43 reported bleeding, nearly 34 reported sexual function concerns, and 32.5% reported vaginal discharge. I... I don't know. I, how? Hubbo Chili makes a good point here in the chat, too. It's uh, He says his wife is a surgical nurse, and the hospitals are trying to push elective surgeries for LGBT. Profit margin. Oh, I bet, yeah. Yeah. You know what a transgender operation costs right now? It's like thirty to 50000 Yeah. And I think insurance covers it. Uh, I think there are ways because I think there are, yeah. I, I've told this story before, but there was this 20-year-old girl who used to work this event down at pa Baylor with me who mm -hmm. came out as transgender going from female to male and this therapist she was going to who was also trans told her how she could get the government to yeah. pay for her 
her uh, hormones and shit. So, like, huh. I, I just don't understand how you could ever look at the government and see them in the role or the capacity of, I'm going to use them to get my medication for my mental disorder. And the oh, government yeah. says, well, yeah, of course, because we want to be fair and inclusive to everybody. So we're going to support this, this grand mental delusion by using other taxpayers' money to give you the medication that, you know, I, <laughs> I had some troll on Twitter last night. Um, she was, uh, she, Matt Walsh just had twins. And so he made a post about it. It's like, oh, my kids, yada, yada. I don't even know what their genders are. And of course, this one girl's like, well, hopefully they, they turn out to be better than you are. I feel bad for those kids, yada, yada. I look at her profile. Of course, she got the LGBT flag. She's got an OnlyFans. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's like, but when do digital sluts get to comment on new father's posts? Because I know the concept of motherhood is very foreign to you because no man of value is ever going to blow his load inside of you and give you any kind of little cum pets. But still, <laughs> like, you try and show a little bit of class. And this cunt just tries to come back at me with everything. It's like, look, I'm done holding back with you whores i'm done it's like i'm tired of this you should be treated like the prostitutes you are low class local and that's the thing men simp for women like this men simp for women like this and these are low class men i've had personal friends that have resorted to OnlyFans. i got no respect for that you went the easy way and i love how a lot of these people will go into these massive explanations as to well i haven't sold out yeah you did you did you took the easy way. That's called selling out. Hmm. That's all there is to it. Here's another one in the chat. It says, my wife is an RN at the VA, and the VA is paying for 60-plus-year-olds to get gender reassignment surgeries. That's, that's your taxpayer dollars, folks. Like, don't get it twisted. I'm all for liberty. I'm all for you. If you want to be trans, you go be trans. Do I, am I ever going to support it? No, I will not. I feel like this is ridiculous. You want to be gay? Go be gay. But I'm going to sit here and say that I am not for attending these events. I am not for attending these parades. I'm not, I'm not for attending or any kind of vocal support. It's like I disagree entirely. Look at this. Uh, Crack Rock Calhoun. The projected earnings for trans surgeries and therapies aftercare is $700 million Jesus. this year, up from like $200 million. I mean, Jeez. folks, follow the money. This fad is being pushed by Big Pharma and the rest. Of Follow the money. I know. They are making so much money off of you. Cutting all these penises off. Damn. And this is the age we live in. This is the age we live in. Where the hell are the flying cars and hoverboards, man? I know. Good Instead, Lord. we got penises. We got penises littering the floor. <laughs> oh, man. Often patients are not made aware of these side effects before God. choosing to go forward with the notoriously complicated surgeries. The most commonly reported issues are pain. 53%, bleeding, 42%, and dilation issues, 46%. But there was a significant number of respondents who reported sexual problems, 38, poor healing wounds, 21%, and difficulty urinating. Really? You don't say. You kind of just dammed up the track. I mean, I don't know what you're Yeah, I mean, that's... How, how does that work? Do they, like, I, you know, oh, I, I don't think I even want to look this up, I, but I kind of do. Like, how does this work? Like, how did they, like, snip your urethra further back after they convert your dick? And then you just pee out of your vagina? Like, your, they like, pee out of your hole? Like I, I, I want to know what the meeting was leading up to the first surgery to cut a penis off. Like, you know what? <laughs> I wonder if I can do it. <laughs> how would you cut a penis off Who's and turn it into stupid enough a, to get this up? Right? Bring me a liberal. And Bring turn me it a liberal. into a, a tight, <laughs> oh tight vagina. Uh, people are saying that like, you don't want to see how the sausage is processed. <laughs> You're right, oh I don't. I imagine there's some filleting involved. Oh, God. Oh, sheesh. The Romans had it wrong. Forget the blood eagles. You should have done some freaking vaginoplasties. Oh, my God. I say split his cock. <laughs> Give him a vagina. 
He's a witch. Spit his cock, I say. <laughs> oh, my God. I could go for a good cock splitting right now, I say. <laughs> huh. According to the study, these issues are classified as minor but have the potential to worsen into more significant medical problems. Many skeptical of the surgeries and their mental health effects say they often do not achieve the goals hoped for by those with gender dysphoria. <laughs> you don't say. <sighs> it's quite clear from the most up-to-date studies that vaginoplasty and other genital surgeries don't work in the way that people hope they will. GenSpec's director and psychotherapist Stella O'Malley said, the reason why there are so many problems is because there is an incredibly difficult surgery. Young, vulnerable people need to know about the challenges they will face post-surgery, but few of them do. The number of people obtaining cross-surgeries has increased dramatically since 2010. From 2010 to 2018, the number of people seeking such procedures has multiplied 150 times, according to a study that came out in October. In the United States, there is estimated 1.6 million adults who identify as transgender and non-binary. However, as Breitbart's News reported, the number of children who identify as transgender has nearly doubled in recent years. Further, over 5% of America's young adults identify as transgender and non-binary because folks, like I said before, they go after the youth. The youth are the most impressionable. They're the most inexperienced. They're most ignorant. Why, how do we know this? Because we were young and we were impressionable. And we were stupid. You get older and you start to understand the people's tactics and what they're doing. This is exactly what the LGBT is doing now. Yeah. This is why they're going after your children. This is They want them in front of a drag queen. It's to push more homosexuality, more promiscuity, more immorality, more degeneracy onto your children, make them more accepting. And the thing is, they want you to be there to support to show that you're an LGBT ally. Folks, I am not an LGBT ally. I never will be. That's as far as it goes. We're, again, this is Sodom and Gomorrah 2.0. That's all this is. All right, let's move on from that. <clears throat> uh, LGBT organization to give gift cards to kids who attend advocacy workshop. Like I just said, indoctrination, kids, children, children have no business getting involved with this. None, nope. none whatsoever. That's the problem. That's when everybody started caring is yeah. when these assholes started to bring children into the mix. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to be gay, be gay. You want to chop your dick off? Fine. Leave kids alone. Stop trying to turn but, them into. But see, that's the problem, though. They, 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 so let's look at it this way. Let's say like there was no pushback like we're seeing uh, regarding the transgender movement going after children. How far do you think they'd be along now with their movement if there was no pushback? It would be massive. Mm -hmm. It would be huge. So when people say it's like, you know, just let it be, it's like, we're beyond that. That's not even a position we could take anymore because like, it's like, just, just leave the kids out. They're not leaving the no, kids out. No, they're not leaving them out of it. That's, that's why, why transgenderism should be illegal. I'm sorry. It's that's like, why I, it's the news every single day mm -hmm. is because these yeah. perverts are talking to kids about sex. Yeah, it's disgusting. I, I still I still have yet to get an answer why any drag queen would want to perform in front of a child. Yeah. What are you performing exactly? Are you are you going out there and dressing classy like a lady? And that's the difference in society too. We have women. We don't have ladies. We don't have ladies. Yeah. We have women. Because there's men and then there's gentlemen. I mean, and we do not have either. They're dying. And that's why, like I'm telling you, man, if in the dating world, if you really want to set yourself apart, be a gentleman, be ambitious, stay in shape, take care of yourself, educate yourself, stand firm in your beliefs and convictions, yet remain humble and able to be corrected and take correction and treat women as, uh, treat women as how they should be treated. A lady commands that respect. A woman does not. You can fuck a woman. You make love to a lady. But then you fuck her because she 
It's got to be your head up the bull's ass for the... Damn it, I did it again. Anyway. All right. <laughs> but this goes back to the point. They're advocating for children to become allies, to indoctrinate them at young ages, and there you go. There you go. This is why anybody that supports the LGBT, no, I'm sorry. You are supporting a degenerate organization now. I tweeted out yesterday, folks, pedophilia isn't coming to America. Pedophilia is here. Oh, my God. Uh, Biden classified docs scandal watchdog file ethics complaint over White House counsel's office involvement. The American public will not tolerate a two-tiered system of justice, PPT director Mike Chamberlain told Fox News. Even the Obama ethics chief, uh, this article is from the Washington Post or Washington Examiner. Obama ethics chief blasts Biden's inexcusable neglect of classified documents. I didn't see this coming, but I feel like this is the Democrats' way of getting rid of Joe Biden in 2024. I feel like this is what they're going to do to quietly bow him out. He did because he said he wants to run again. Biden should not run again. Biden is clearly a show. It's gone beyond the point of no return with his dementia. There, he's just too old. He's got sundowner syndrome. It's clearly evident. Uh, you know, it's what he did was illegal, you know, and nobody really knows what these top secret are. Yeah. Unless his lawyers yeah. looked at him, which they mm-hmm. probably did. Yeah. But it sounds like it probably has something to do with the Burisma deal in Ukraine because yeah. he took all those classified documents mm-hmm. as Trump was coming in. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just. He's a scumbag. He's, I got to pause a real quick. And total scumbag. Somebody in the chat said, um, Drag queens are actually speaking out against this. I, I I don't care. You're telling me that drag is normal? Stop stop trying to uh, look. I get where you're coming from on this, folks, but we got to stop this. It's like saying, oh, we got one of them on our side, but there's still a man wanting to dress as a woman. Where is the common sense? Where is the? I don't understand that. So it's that type of attitude. Well, some of them are speaking out again. Yeah, but they're still weird. They're still not normal. That's just all there is to it. You can still love them. You can still respect them. But I would never partake in something like that. I'm sorry. That's just not, I'm I'm really not sorry. But you know where I'm coming from on this. So to sit there and say like, well, you know, there's some good ones. That's fine. There probably are some good ones. But we still have to acknowledge the fact that a man pretending to dress as a woman Let's put it this way. What do you feel is more weird? A man pretending to dress as a woman or a woman trying to be like a man? It's equally disturbing. Think so? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't prefer one over the other. True. I think it's, well, I'm not saying prefer. I'm saying what do you feel is more weird? What is more I think it's odd? Both of it's a woman trying to be a man is yeah. very strange. And uh, yeah, it's just across the board. Yeah. I think it's. It's, it's, it's very odd. odd. And that's why they try and circumvent this idea that you and I have by saying, well, gender isn't sex-based. Yes, it is. And you know, yes, I wouldn't is. go out of my way to be mean to anybody. No. Or to but cast dispersions yeah. on anyone, how they live their life. But if you're going to ask me my opinion about it, I'm going to say, yeah, you probably have some sort of mental issue. Yeah. Something's not connecting there because yeah. uh, nature tells us that <clears throat> it's a man and a woman, and that's how we mm-hmm. uh, keep populating. Yeah. So what you're doing is... Yeah. <laughs> Something's uh, something's going on there. I and agree. I go back to I think most of these people probably were molested as children, and you know that's where they are today. I that that person that tweeted out at me uh, that I was talking about before, um, clearly you know BLM flag or BLM in their bio, transgender flags. Like you don't care about trans lives. Like well, technically neither do you or y'all. 
if you really think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, like, what, a 64% suicide rate? And you're telling yeah. me that is not rooted in some type of mental issue? I'm sorry, when 64% of a certain com- community is killing themselves, yeah. there is an issue there. And they say, well, it's because of bullying. Why is the bullying happening? It's because this is not normal in society. It's so not. instead of, like, trying to, you know, make us like, well, we should stop the bullying. It's like, you should instead refocus this on going and getting help. Mm-hmm. Going and getting help in dealing with this. Seeing a therapist, psycho, whatever you got to do. Yeah. Get on medication that's going to help you. But good grief, man. To concede that a man can be a woman and that it's perfectly normal for a man to dress as a woman. If a man dressed as a woman walked into your bathroom, if you had your son in your bathroom, you know, you're going there with your young boy because you never leave your kids alone in the bathroom, and a man dressed as a woman walked in there, how would you feel about that? Uh, I'd be pretty upset. be pretty fucking weird, right? Yeah. So it's the same thing, folks. Whether they be on a drag stage show or whatever the case may be, that's just fucking weird. Did you see? There was a video going around. I think it might have been like a Planet Fitness or something like that, but there was a, a trainee trying to go into the women's bathroom. Oh, I saw. And no, it was like an old man. She was on our show. Um, not the tranny, the transgender person. That that guy, number one, the transgender dude, uh, used to be a principal. I saw the uh, article going around. And it was um, like an old man. It was. Uh, yeah, he's an older guy. His wife died. He became transgender and he wears her clothes. Yeah, he was elected to the school board, that's reelected a, the school board. <laughs> he's working problem. at a Planet Fitness. And it was. Um, oh, my God. What's her name? Uh, it was um, Lindsey Graham, not the politician, the other Lindsey Graham we had on the show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And she was there. And she said he walked into the gym when she was there, looked directly at her breasts, then looked at her, and then walked out. And then he went to go use the restroom in the men's bathroom. Yeah, there's something and you're telling connecting me, upstairs. You're telling me this is normal? And so she calls the cops, and the cops say there's nothing we can do. This is a delicate subject. No, it's not. That's a man yeah. walking into a bathroom. And I'm telling you, when the cops fail to do their jobs, it's on society to handle it in-house. Mm-hmm. You deal with that. Because that's your children, folks. And these freaks, these nut jobs, these insane pieces of shit, these child molesting pieces of shit should be dragged out of those offices and have bullets put in their fucking head. Those ones that go in there to look at children. Folks, you're stupid if you think that's not what a lot of this is about. This is a clear gateway in to seeing your children. And what what do pedophiles have to do? Just give it time with the LGBT. They'll progress and they'll progress. And here we are. There is no denying this. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's all across social media. And all liberals do is like, oh, yes, we should praise them. They're heroes. So bold. So heroic. They're fucking degenerates. Society will not thrive if this continues and it is endorsed and embellished and praised And of course, I know how this sounds coming from us. It sounds very hateful. It sounds very divisive. But folks, we would not be in this position if our opposite colleagues on the other side of the aisle had never made this at the forefront of their political movement, which what happened with that? They clearly took over. The SJWs took over. The delusionals took over. And now the DNC is ran by pedophiles. Your party is in it. Like, I love how they scream loud and loud, as loud as they can get, to finger point and browbeat at the right. You're racist. You're this. You want to take away women's rights. You want to do blah, blah, blah. And you're sitting here saying, wait a minute. Where is the racism? We're not the ones trying to introduce bills that limit the first amendment because you are so fragile that you can't take criticism because you take said criticism and say the reason behind it is because you're black or it's because you're just a piece of shit human being Mm -hmm. you're the party that has brought in the lgb 
you endorse the T, and now they are running buckshot all over you, and you can't stop it. Because the monster, like I said before, that you created, that if you say one word, one thing about the transgender people, you're a bigot, and you're expelled from the party, and now, well, I guess you might as well be a conservative. And God forbid you do that. You can't do that, because then it's like, oh my God, I'm on the side with the racists. Do you see the positioning they've done and they've created? It's brilliant if you think about it. It's brilliant. It's a good strategy. But fuck me running. Eventually, liberals, I'm telling you, you're, you're going to have to wake up. The moderates are dying off. And as the moderate DNC dies off and the progressives become the majority, this party is going to be a party that must be dealt with. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's, that is the way it's going. Because, folks, they're already coming for your kids. Yeah, the warning shot was the president of the United States Endorsing. saying yep. trans kids' lives matter. Yep, and they need a gender-affirming, life-saving care. No, that's called enabling them through their medical process yeah, and then basically using them as cash cows. When you have Matt Walsh interviewing a doctor asking Jesus. about castration chemicals used on rapists yeah. being used on little boys— I mean, if you can't yeah. figure out that that's pretty damn evil. Yeah, then, uh, it's disgusting. You're, it's disgusting. You're not a good person. So, um, ex-Intel official who signed Hunter Biden laptop letter admits significant portion of emails had to be real. Uh, no shit. These people are such... Like, you're coming out and saying this now. Why? <laughs> Why are you saying what we already knew? That's going to be like the FCC coming out in 20 years. Like, oh, guys, we got it wrong on COVID. Like, no shit. We know. We said it the entire time. Like, somebody did say, they pointed out before, we are in the longest running I told you so in the history of I told you so's. And I will be there to say I told you so. Oh, yeah. I will. I'm going to get a couple t-shirts made up. COVID. I fucking told you so. And you still have people out there, like, condemning anyone not wearing a mask. Like, shut the fuck up. But, no. Yeah. This is interesting. TSA finds undeclared 84 millimeter caliber weapon in checked luggage at Texas airport. God bless Texas. Hopefully they were bringing it to Buzz Brews to fucking firebomb that piece of shit place that hosted the child-friendly drag show. Transportation secretary administration officers at an airport. And I didn't say to do it. I said, I hope so. That's different. Fingers crossed. I'm such a horrible person. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, Transportation Security Administration officers at an airport in Texas found an undeclared 84 millimeter caliber weapon. It was the Gustav rocket launcher. We didn't we don't see that the caliber of weapon very often. Thank God. TSA spokesperson Patricia Mancha told San Antonio TV station Ken's five. She added the case had been handed over to the San Antonio Police Department. The owner of the luggage was located, identified and escorted to an office in SAPD spokesman told Fox News Digital. The owner advised the item is a demilitarized demilitarized 84 millimeter car. Gustav M4 recoilless rifle that was to be used as exhibit demo item at SHOT Show currently happening in Las Vegas, Nevada. That explains it. <laughs> and you know, you know the people are going to be sitting like, oh my God, it's a nuclear weapon of war. It's like it doesn't even have any fucking ammunition. It's just a casing. That's all this is. It's a big Pringles can that's painted green with some triggers on it and a nice little sexy optic. That's all it is. But instead of like, oh, this can kill a million people in a second if this is in the wrong hands. Well, I can't let Putin get his hands on this. You can't even fire that rocket with a one man. I mean, you're not supposed to. Firing that rocket system with a one man operation is going to knock you on your ass. You got to have at least two dudes to fire that motherfucker. And that's why women are never going to fire this thing because you can't. <laughs> oh, you're going to hate me. I'm such a misogynist. That's not true. That's not true. Gustav will leave you with a fucking headache from the overpressure. It's bad, but 
That thing's a fucking tank buster. You fired one? Mm-hmm. Fired one in Iraq. It is a motherfucker. The RPG, very ineffective uh, at long ranges. Spirals, you can't control it once it's out of the canister or the the, uh, the, the RPG body itself. There's no control. Um, but the Gustav, fuck. That's like one of those. I, th- I think it's the... The javelin, I think you have to track, and the Gustav, is, I could be wrong on this, the fire and forget it. You lock on, and then you fire it, and that rocket is on target no matter what. And I think the javelin, you actually have to trace the target, and the missile goes where your optic goes, which is insanely insane. It's great. Because the javelin system is also with the Bradley utilizes the tow missile system, and it has, like, I think, miles and miles of copper wire cord, which sends the directions for the missile from the tank itself, so that a lot of these ex-Bradley or ex, these, these old Bradley ranges, you can go out there and see all this uh, copper cord, just really thin, just splayed all over the place from all these javelins they fired. Uh, Chad, you can correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Um, is that a SAM surface-to-air missile? Um, I think javelins are more used for ground armor, I, I correct me if I, I could be wrong on that one. Again, I am not an expert when it comes to uh, missiles and things such as that. Again, I was a machine gutter, but um, but yeah, there you go. Donut operator should do something with this or um, flannel daddy. That'd be up that'd be up their alley. All right, this is real. All right, this is real, folks. <laughs> Chelsea Handler. Oh my God. You you really want to know these celebrities that you look up to. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that I am Albert Einstein. I'm, I'm the furthest thing from it. I'm not sitting here saying I am the most educated guy in the world. I'm probably one of the most handsome guys in the world. But, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, and I got a beautiful life, baby. <laughs> no, for frailties, though. This is true. Chelsea Handler claims she thought the sun and moon were the same until age 40. Total moron. These are the people that you take your your opinions on COVID from, your political opinions from. And she says, comedian Chelsea Handler has claimed to have believed that the sun and the moon were the same celestial entities until the age of 40 when her sister corrected her. Handler, age now 47, made her startling admission on to late night host Jimmy Fallon, who is not funny, by the way, ahead of her hosting Jimmy Fallon is like, that guy is Pinocchio. Whatever his handlers tell him to do to dance, he's going to dance. Jimmy, get out there and sing the stupid COVID song. Yes, yes, sir. I'm going to sing. <laughs> it, just yes. does, it is so cringe. Like, Jimmy, fucking just fade away, bro. Fade away. You are a cringe. Like, him and Stephen Colbert. Like, Terrible. it's not that we just politically disagree. You're fucking cringe. You're not even funny. I know. Even Trevor Noah, it's like, dude, this is what y'all consider comedy? This is the, like, Dave Chappelle's comedy. Ricky Gervais, that's funny comedy. Yeah. Even C.K. Lewis, that's funny as shit. Bill Burr, funny as fuck. These, these nerds, I'm just like, dude, y'all are not funny. You're no. just... They look like they probably get butt-fucked. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'd guess. I'm, I'm just guessing that your boyfriends are super gay. So, Handler, <laughs> age 47, made her star, blah, blah, blah. Handler gave no clarification as to whether or not she was joking, revealing that she believed well past her 30s, the sun and moon were the same. That's not a joke. Why would you even say something? That's not even funny. Um... She said, my older sister, Simone, looked up at the sky and she said, Chelsea, look up. It's not often you get to see the sun and moon at the same time. Handler recalled of the moment. I was like, Scooby-Doo. I'm like, ruh, ruh. Oh, I bet. Because you're a bitch. Yeah. I go, wait, but they're always together. And as soon as I said that, she turned around and she goes, what did you say? And I was like, oh, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I knew what I said was wrong. I was like, let's canter uh, is what an elephant does. She continued. 
Um, Handler said she tried to gloss over the moment before explaining to her sister that she always believed the sun would go down and then pop back up as the moon as if it were a costume change. That, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Uh, I, I yeah, just... Other news, she was also surprised to learn that Santa Claus wasn't real. <laughs> Neither is the tooth fairy. <laughs> this just in, Chelsea Handler has killed herself because she cannot handle the fact that, you know, uh, the Easter Bunny doesn't actually uh, shit out chocolate eggs. She couldn't handle it. Good Lord. Why does she find out about Joe Biden being a kitty fucker? I know. Greta Thunberg, that dumb little shit. She got arrested at a German mine protest and will be freed later by police. Watch this photo. Watch this video. Um, this stupid little shit. This is a nice big ploy. She's with these group of protesters sitting. They're surrounded by cops. They're protesting about coal. And, of course, as you all know, the EU is going through a very difficult time right now. The prices of gas and everything are through the fucking roof. They're having to reopen coal plants because Russia basically is turning off the spigot on energy. And there's Greta being dragged or lifted and carried out respectfully by the cops as she sits there and smirks and smiles. Oh, look at there. She's just she's sitting there smiling as they walk by. This is more press. This is more coverage for her. And, of course, she's standing there being held by a cop. And one of the protesters is like, uh, didn't even know you're famous. And the cop is joking with him, saying, hey, can we take a selfie? Blah, blah. And this is why, like, I, I'm just. How old is she? She's like 19 now, I think. This is like the result of fetal alcohol sy- syndrome. That's what this is. And of course, the cops are sitting there holding her. This is nothing but a public display. That's all this is. And they said they're going to be all these protests are going to be released the same day. Which is your right to protest. I'm not knocking that. But I'm just sitting there saying, well, let's call this for what this is. This is just to keep relevant, keep the press. And apparently Greta has now changed her mind on nuclear energy. Did you know that? <gasps> what? Oh, my God. I'm so glad. Greta is so... Why is this Greta? So. Greta is so... They're like a bunch of those green lemmings from Toy Story. It's like, the claw has spoken. It's like, Greta has spoken. Liberals, listen. Our 19-year-old master has given us guidance from the skies above. Out of the mouth of babes. That's that's what these people are like, dude. That's what they are a cult. They are a fucking cult. Yeah. Greta Thunberg. Who gives a fuck what this retard has to say? She's a fucking kid. How dare? You? How dare you, lady? How dare your parents give birth to such like Satan spawn? All right. Last but not least, I wanted to go over this. This is kind of cool. A little change in direction. A little, little, little shift here. Everyday phrases with surprisingly dark origins. There are numerous everyday phrases that many of us, without ever questioning their origins, we use without ever questioning their origins. Sure, some of them kind of make sense and we get the gist of it, but others do actually have dark origins and many of us are oblivious to that fact. Some of these phrases are deeply rooted in history, from medieval battlefields to slavery. These are phrases we use in this day and age that have indeed become a long way from a very dark place. And here we go. And if if this turns woke, I'm going to tell them to shut the fuck up, whatever. All right, meet a deadline. Probably most one of the most popular phrases you'll ever hear throughout your entire life. That is meeting a deadline. First as a student and then as an employee, hopefully you won't die if you don't meet the deadlines, but crossing the original deadline would have had that result. A deadline was an actual line drawn on Civil War prisoners. If a prisoner escaped and crossed that line, he would be killed. Not quite the same consequence as not responding to an email, right? Well, you've never worked for Shell Shock CBT. <laughs> we'll, we'll beat a motherfucker. I don't give a shit who they are. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. I didn't, I didn't know that. I haven't read this article, folks. This is all new to me. This is interesting. Meeting a deadline. Okay. Next up, we got Die Hard. Which is a Christmas movie now. I, you know, I've never even seen Die Hard. Really? I, I cling true to this. Huh. Are you American? 
for the time being until we can afford mean? to take shell shock over to Costa Rica. And then we'll both be over in Costa Rica with our families because they fuck the IRS. There you go. That's the plan, folks. The term diehard dates back to the 1700s, but it wasn't quite used to describe a huge fan of something. Instead, it was attributed to those who struggled the longest when hanged. All right. A few years later, the term became popular after its use in the 1811's Battle of Arborough, when British officer William Inglis supposedly told his men, stand your ground and die hard. Make the enemy pay dear for each of us. I'm not going to lie. That would probably get my penis hard. If I had an officer say that, stand your lane and die hard. It's like, that should be like a Dewey Cox movie, like die hard, walk hard, die hard. <laughs> I don't know. One of the best movies, I think, in my opinion. It's a very, very underrated movie. Walk Hard is fucking hilarious. It is. It's a shame, and I'm not taking away from Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is a very funny guy, but I feel like John C. Riley deserves way more credit than he gets. He is a very funny dude. Yeah. He is a very funny comedian in his own right. Yeah, he is. Um, wash One's Hands. To wash one's hands is to discard any kind of responsibility in a given situation. I'm going with Pontius Pilate. Um, I haven't read this article. I haven't really looked at the graph. Well, now the graphic. Yeah, okay. It's Pontius Pilate. Um, what exactly is the context for this? This is literally what Pontius Pilate did when he condemned Jesus Christ to die on the cross. Makes sense. Yep. Wash my hands of this. Yeah. Yep. He tried to absolve himself of... Uh, but didn't he kill himself after the fact, I think? Did he? I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, bite the bullet. The phrase essentially means doing something, making a difficult decision that we've been hesitant to make. It can be traced back to soldiers in the battlefield who would have to go under emergency procedures without anesthesia or alcohol to numb the pain, so they had to literally bite a bullet. Damn. Didn't know that. Huh. Running amok. Running amok. You know, when things get a little wild, a little crazy or out of control, the word amok comes to from the amuko, a band of Javanese, Malayan, I said Javanese, not Japanese, Javanese and Malay, Malay, Malay warriors who would go on killing sprees for unknown reasons. There was believed to be some sort of mental condition affecting those people. Uh, Captain James Cook wrote about it in 1772. To run amok is to sally forth from the house, kill the person or person supposed to have injured the amok, and any other person that attempts to impede his passage. Well, that's just, just yeah, okay. Uh, God bless you. I think everybody knows where this came from. Do you know where God bless you came from? No. I was taught in school that when you sneezed, certain tribes felt like that was a signal that your spirit was about to leave your body and you were going to die. So they would say, God bless you because you're about to die. We've all heard it before when someone sneezes, but why do we say it specifically uh, after sneezing? Its origins can be traced back to the plague. It was used to express a desire for your soul to remain in your body because the black death could take it. Where does uh, Gazuntai come from then? After the Germans tried to take over. Atheist. <laughs> <laughs> I think it means the same thing. Gesundheit, I think, means God bless you in German. Really? Yeah. Gesundheit, yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. Uh, Gesundheit for what the... Yeah, I think, yeah, Gesundheit means God bless you in German. I can believe it, yeah. Uh, sold down the river. One is sold down the river when one is a victim of betrayal or you got screwed over, cheated on by on someone. The expression was used in reference to the slave trade. Slaves would literally be sold and sent down the Mississippi River to work on plantations in the South. Sold down the river. Okay. Crocodile tears. This is a popular phrase usually used to describe false sorrow and faking an emotional response, but the whole phrase is based on a medieval myth. 
People back then believed that crocodiles actually cried tears of sadness while they killed and ate their prey. Where the fuck did you get that from? I've seen crocodile attacks or alligator, whatever, whichever one. I, I don't know where you're getting that they're crying tears after they, like, where are you getting this from? Hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's news to me, but okay. Um, next, we have Mad as a Hatter. Um, I'm guessing Alice in Wonderland, I, I would think. This one is fairly easily associated with Mad Hatter, Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, blah, blah, blah. But the character himself is quite dark. Back in Victorian times, the Victorian times were very dark. What did you think of the uh, Alice in Wonderland with the Johnny Depp? I thought he was a really good actor in that. I thought it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Johnny Depp is a very talented actor. He's one of the very few uh, young guys that uh, transitioned old uh, in Hollywood that remained a sex symbol, but was also respected for his ability to act very well. Johnny Depp is an amazing actor. Christian Bale, I feel, is another amazing actor. He probably has a temper. You know, these people probably come with these uh, conditions. And I, I learned this yesterday, and I, I, th I, I think I knew I had known this, but I'd forgotten it. That did you know back in Roman times, an actor was the equivalent of a prostitute? They were just viewed as the same. But now for some reason, because people can pretend to be roles on television and movies, they're somehow smarter and better than us. I, I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. I, I don't get how, say, for example, like someone like Tom Hanks or Tom Cruise or anybody out there can stand up there and proceed to lecture everybody else based upon what exactly? You read lines that somebody else wrote. You're able to act and you, you, you play pretend. Now, I am not. Do not take this the wrong way. I am not criticizing the art of acting. I have a lot of respect for it. I know it's not easy. I act like I care all the time. I'm a pro at it. <laughs> but... To put that action, if you will, on par with, say, a philosopher or a professor or anything like that, no. Like, no. You pretending a role does not a professor make. I, I just don't get that. But anyway, I saw that uh, little um, tidbit of information. In America, imagine if America embraced that type of mindset, that actors and actresses, singers and all the are on the same level as like a prostitute. Just Whores. That's it. Just a bunch of sluts. Cheap sluts. Sing your song, whore. That's all I want you to do. I think they get used to people kissing mm -hmm. their ass Absolutely. all the time. Different reality. That, you, you have know, that. It's it, because of money. It inflates their egos yeah. to where everything that they say is obviously more important than... That's because of the money. Whatever anybody else is thinking. But the character himself, regarding the Mad as a Hatter, is quite dark. Back in Victoria times, men were actually suffering from mental health problems caused by exposure to mercury, which was used to make felt hats more flexible. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Hmm. Huh. Pulling my leg. Pulling my leg is usually used when someone is trying to fool us or playing us in a way. It's a popular expression in the UK and can be traced back to Victorian London. Back then, dragging a person by the leg was a common way for robbers to get their hands on one's possessions. I would think a clonk over the noggin would be more effective. <laughs> Pushing them right? down and dragging them by the leg is like, that's, that's, you're probably going to put up some resistance, I'd imagine. I don't yeah. know. Um, to wreak havoc. Again, to wreak havoc. We tend to associate this phrase with things getting out of control and the destruction that may come with it. The origins of the phrase actually mean the same, but it was used on the battlefield to give soldiers permission to do whatever they wanted, including committing slaughter. The practice was actually outlawed in England in the 1300s. Isn't that like the equivalent of uh, bloodlust? 
then they have the Vikings have something like that, like barbarians. They go just crazy on the battlefield. Like it didn't matter if you were a friend or foe. If you're near them, they're killing you. Uh, I, I could, you know, I could be wrong, but let me research that one. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'd heard similar stories. Sounds right. Sounds right. Yeah. I mean, I like it's the Vikings. It. We're gonna they they freaking cure cancer. Let's give the Vikings praise on everything. We do it in the TV shows until Valhalla or whatever the pagan shit is. Ugh. A snafu. If you're military, you know this. Um, the expression is often used when something has gone wrong, but what does it really mean? SNAFU comes from the World War II military acronym SNAFU, which stands for Situation Normal All Fucked Up, which in a context of war means exactly that. It doesn't make any sense. SNAFU, it's like the Situation Normal All Fucked Up. It's kind of like, it, it's used in a term of like, this makes no fucking sense, but it's, it's normal. This is just common every day. You know, they, they did, this is a true story. Back during World War II, there was a study done on military tactics used by the Americans. And the Germans said the British and the like can be, they can be expected to do and fight in certain ways. Their doctrine is very easy to understand. They said the Americans are a little bit more complex because they have no doctrine. Therefore, we don't know what the fuck they're doing. And it makes them very lethal on the battlefield. Made sense to me. I like that. But uh, yeah. And then there was FUBAR. Fucked up beyond all recognition. Everybody, I think that got made famous by Saving Private Ryan. Nobody had heard FUBAR until Saving Private Ryan. But Are you real. sure? Yeah. That sounds like a Kurt Russell thing. FUBAR? Yeah, from like that terrible movie he did with Sylvester Stallone or something like that. He probably used it, but no, FUBAR came from that. FUBAR. Yeah. Fucked no, up beyond remember, all from not, But not from Saving Private Ryan. Oh, I, I didn't. I've never heard it in any other movie. I don't know which one you're talking about. Uh, I want to say Kurt was, Russell and Stallone? Yeah. What was that movie they were in where they were both like these top cops and they got sent to jail or something like that? Somebody else know? I have no idea. It sounds like that sounds like a good eighties flick though. I'm not it was a lie. really good eighties movie. Oh, that sounds yeah. like a good eighties flick. Yeah, it was. I miss those movies. Tango I'm, and Cash. It was Tango I was going to say was it Tango and Cash? Yeah. Okay, fuck. I think it was in there. I want to say it was. Did they did they say Fubar and Tango and Cash? I bet they did. But even still, uh, and then there's Bohica. I don't know. What that Bohica is. means bend over. Here it comes again. You, you're about to get fucked again. Let's just Bohica. Just bite the bullet, Mohica. <laughs> uh, that's what snafu means. Um, taken aback. Uh, it comes from the idea of attacking someone from behind. The element of surprise usually makes it an effective way to conduct an attack. Uh, yeah, makes sense. Taken aback. They got me from the back. Uh, Hobo Chili says, Josh, shut your goddamn mouth. Tango and Cash is an American treasure. He didn't say it wasn't. What are you talking about? I know. Back off my boy, Hobo. Back off my boy. He didn't say anything about that. I said it was a great movie. He did. I think Hobo just wants to get mad about something. Got gypped. Oh, I know where this one comes from. A lot of people not liking this one. The phrase is used when a person is scammed, such as being cheated out of money or the quality of product. For instance, the origins is based on the prejudice against Romani people, i.e. gypsies. Um... Yeah, so you got gypped. You got gypo. They called them gyps, gypos. They were racial. That's derogatory terms for gypsies. I'm not. In, I'm not encouraging, but this is an educational thing. That's what they used to call them. Um, so when you got gypped, because uh, there, there was a lot of people in gypsy camps and stuff like that, they would try and swindle you out of money. They were very clever. And again, stereotypes come from a kernel of truth. You don't just have these these prejudices that have just come from the ether. It's like there's something, whether it be a massive truth to it or a little truth, still, there's something there to be looked into. It's like, is this true? But yeah. So when you say like, man, I got gypped. I never, until I learned the history of this, I never knew it was about gypsies. Yeah, I didn't either. I just say I got screwed. Because yeah, it's kind of offensive. Like ah, I don't, I don't want to like. Or I got crackered. It's like ah, I don't think I really appreciate that. But still, I, I mean, crackered. I, I got crackered. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't give a fuck. I think that'd be hilarious. But still, uh, bum rush. 
We've all seen moments when the crowds bum rush the field, when their team win an important game. It essentially means a great force. Its origins? Well, it was used back in the 19th century to convey eviction or dismissal of freeloaders in saloons. I like that. Okay. Uh, be all, end all. It is the be all, end all of this, uh, this discussion. William Shakespeare has made a huge contribution to the English language. He is credited for inventing numerous phrases and words. Be all, end all is one of them. The phrase is used to describe the defining moment, the most important thing in this scenario. The playwright first used it when Macbeth was about to kill the king in this famous play, Macbeth. <laughs> I just, uh, I did Hamlet. I watched uh, Kevin Branagh's version of Hamlet. It's been a long time since I read Hamlet. I kind of forgot the gist of it. And man, Shakespeare is very talented, but fuck. That guy had like Greek tragedy in all of his plays almost. It was like, bro. bro really? No. I did, I did uh, Much Ado About Nothing, Hamlet. I, I need to watch and or read Macbeth. I have not read that one. Um, Romeo and Juliet. Uh, he had so many. Is it hard to watch yes. it as you're sucking penis? Insanely, yeah. But you, uh, you develop an ear for it. I say unto thee, suck harder, my lord, suck harder. <laughs> mm. Sorry, I just can't get into them. The language is hard. When you, And I will be the first one to admit, Shakespearean interpretation is very difficult. Unless you're trained, and you know, and even I'm not. It takes, like, you have to decide. It's like hieroglyphic sometimes. But when you watch or read the more contemporary versions, it's really good. His stories are really good. But also, you've got to remember back during those times, they didn't have movies. They didn't have a lot of the entertainment we had today. People would go to the theater. That was what they lived for. The Roman Colosseum is another great example. Entertain the people. So playwrights, performers, singers, they were like, that's where people would go to get their entertainment. So when Shakespeare hits the scene and he starts developing and writing these very famous plays, it's, it's the same as like a famous movie star and all these, like it's, it's like a Tom Cruise, you know? But some of his work is really good. It's actually really good. Henry V was very well done. Again, that's where that whole term Band of Brothers comes from. Um, but yeah, there's a lot to Shakespeare. Now, there are a lot of shit that he does that is very overrated in my opinion, but at the same token, you got to give the guy his credit. He, he like again, Henry V, love that one. That's my favorite, hands down. Um, and then Debbie Does Dallas. That's another good one of his. I really appreciated that one. Uh, classic. Classic it is Shakespeare. A classic. classic Shakespeare. Oh my gosh. Was that the last one? That's the last one. Yep. Well, folks, uh, that does it. That's our show for today. We appreciate you tuning in. Hopefully, you learned some stuff. Got a little background on some of these phrases and sayings. Pretty cool. I appreciate it. Hey, do us a favor. Go check out shellshockcbd.com. If uh, you're interested in something to help you with pain management, we've got the Halo Gummies. We've got the CBD Skin Cream and Salve. Um, we've got 1920s brand being worked on currently. We will be releasing that. It's, gonna, it's taking some time. If you've not looked up 1920s brand, go follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, that should be launching here in the next month or two. And it's basically a drink cocktail mix company that we're launching here. We're excited to bring this to you. Um, great. We're making this in house. It's a great quality. The first one we're releasing is the old fashioned. Uh, I think we're doing a citrus flavor and I forget what the other one's going to be, but I know we're going to be doing offering like a smoked, a black cherry. And it's then we're going there. to, the, going, the taste is really good. So the girlfriend is an avid whiskey fan. I don't like whiskey. Uh, let her try. She said she loved it. Mm -hmm. I've got an Irish buddy. I'm sending some to he's fucking, he's going to love it. Um, we're getting a lot of great feedback on this, folks. So 1920 brand, that's coming soon. And then we've got a very exciting release for you coming for Valentine's Day from Shell Shock CBD. New product launch. You're going to love it. 
You're going to like the way you feel. We guarantee it. <laughs> or at least she's going to like the way it feels. So, folks, we appreciate you. If you want to support the show, go over to Locals. $4.99 a month, $1.99, whatever. Help us out. Help us grow. We appreciate it. It would be it'd be so good if you could do uh, do us that favor. Go over there and subscribe. Locals is a great company. They support freedom of speech, just like Rumble. We really are appreciative of that. So until tomorrow, folks, I want to say thank you for tuning in. Tell your friends about the show. Go leave us a good review over on iTunes. You got anything to have, a man? You guys have a great day. And as always, stop reading Shakespeare and sucking dick. <laughs>